When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Feeling fussy, walking in my Balenciaga. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. That's right. We are here in beautiful Technicolor, Alexis, and that's good because Alexis has gorgeous red lipstick on today. So Ooh. if our show was in black and white, that would be horrible. So we'll be able to take advantage of that. Jason and Alexis in the morning, hour two. Thanks for yeah. being here, my talkers. You're the best. Thir- You're the best. Thursday, November 3rd, little Lizzo in the background, mm. drinking some coffee. Thank you. <laughs> Dawn's in a great mood today because she um, she watched her forced movie review movie yesterday. Oh, yeah, you were easy on her. Yeah, I, I was really. Oh, she cut that music, oh, girl. Oh, bye. she. Look at her face. Oh, girl. <laughs> she is. She is. She cut that music, Lex. Did you see that? She yeah, just yeah. Cut that music right off. Oof. Mm. Okay. Oh. I thought um, I was going easy on her. I thought I was going easy, but okay. Well, I, I this could be the look. most offensive thing I've ever seen. Oh, dang. Because <laughs> he's so old. <laughs> There's a lot of things. You'll just have to wait until Friday. <gasps> wow. Ooh, tomorrow, 830. Can't miss. The most. Lex, did you hear that? Yeah. She said the most offensive I mean, thing. She, I might seen. start marching outside. Whoa. Oh, after my. the show. Oh, my Lord. word. Chase, you assigned her some some doozies. So to get that award for this movie, I know. I thought I was going easy because oh. it had Celine Dion in there, Michelle oh, Pfeiffer. That's right. Yeah, I thought that was Mariah. No, Celine Dion. Oh God! Well, yeah. it's up close and personal. Oh, I can't wait. Oh God, I can't wait for tomorrow. So problematic. Oh God, I can't wait. Well, girl, it's nineteen ninety six. But okay, that's well, not that long, is it? I, Lex, I'm trying to Lex. Oh man. Help me out, girl. Help me out. Cause she's okay, let's switch the subject. So there's Yeah, that's pap- old. That's old. That's 96. Old. Thank you. So this uh this guy, I think it was a guy, did a viral video on the TikTok. You know those paper, those uh automatic paper towel machines um that you wave your hand underneath, and they really never work. And they never were your hands are all wet. They're dripping, and you're waving it around. And but anyway, and they and, and then the one sheet comes out. Are you out. doing it wrong? <laughs> no, no, you just wave it under the sensor. I know, but it doesn't always Sometimes work. It doesn't work. That's Thank true. you, Dawn. That's Thank true. you. Or they give you like four inches, and they're like, "Yeah, that should be yeah. enough to dry both hands." Uh huh. Oh, and I'm waving that multiple times. Multiple I need more times. Than four inches. Well, somebody realized that the sound. 
that those automatic paper towel machines make mm-hmm. sound very similar to a portion of a Taylor Swift song. So they, so <laughs> really? They, yes. Okay. Yeah, so they, they made a video and they combined it. And this just made my day. Listen to this. On the cold hard ground. Is it the goats? That's the goats. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh man. Oh god. Ooh, what's better, the paper towel dispenser or the goats? I I don't know because the goats are just an all time oh. favorite of ours. Oh, yeah, I, I don't think anything can beat that. No. Okay, let's hear it one more time. Lying on the cold hard ground. Oh. Now I'm lying on the cold hard ground. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm lying on the cold hard ground. <laughs> That's fantastic. I will never, ever hear that noise the same way again. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That just made me smile this morning. Um, oh, that's good. So if you talk to vets or people that do dog boarding, you know, my mom, my mom was a vet assistant. And she was a dog groomer for many, many years. Yeah, she had she had breeds that she loved. And then she had breeds that she could not stand. For a variety of reasons. Like, she didn't like schnauzers. No offense to anyone listening. But it's just the way that it is. Yeah. Dawn, there's a story of of a vet. Yeah. uh, That has a list. They compiled a list of breeds they would never own. Yeah, this is a vet. He's a a surgeon. Okay. So he's dealing with dogs who are in distress and, you know, coming in for more than just like my dog's burping a lot you know so he goes through cats cat breeds and dog breeds that he would never own oh. um i'll just play a little bit of his um of his thing here he starts talking his first is a chow chow that's in number fifth that's the fifth place oh. um they oh. are he says that they are fiercely loyal but that makes them aggressive and they're just never in a good mood are they those attack the dogs that the steward has Yes. Um, she has a bunch of them. Yeah, they're really super fluffy. Like yeah, they yeah. look like they should just live in Alaska and that's it. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're pissed off. And then he goes into a King Charles Spaniel. Um they have um those are so cute. A lot of people have them. I love those things. Oh, they're, they're orange darling. and white. They're yeah, darling, but black they black and white ones, the tricolored ones. But a lot of this has to do with like they have heart problems mm-hmm. that are really like most of them get it and it makes them, you know, their deaths are not great you know not that any death is great but like so i'll just start it when he starts talking about the dachshund here let's see these is not fair number three is the dachshund dachshund however you want to say it uh they again they're really lovely dogs and some of my favorite patients are sausage dogs but one in four of them develop back problems in their lifetime that can range from just pain to complete paralysis. This frequently means they have to have spinal surgery, which is obviously a massive undertaking and has a really long recovery period. Again, fantastic personalities, but just too much potential for heartbreak. Number two is the Sharpay. 
They even have a disease named after them called Sharpe fever. There are people breeding less exaggerated Sharpe's, but most of them are too wrinkly. They're so wrinkly that they have to have their eyelids tacked in place so the hairs don't rub on their eyes. They're always getting skin issues. They've got tiny narrow ear canals. At the vets, they're often trying to bite the face off of all the staff. Most of the Sharpe's that I see have loads of health issues. And number one is basically any flat-faced or brachycephalic dog breed like a French Bulldog or a Bulldog or a Pug. Society has normalised the fact that these dogs snorting means that they can't breed very well. There are specimens of these dogs that are healthier than others, but they are so prone to so many problems. Spinal issues, skin problems, eye problems. The fact that over half of them have to have a caesarean to give birth is enough of an ethical issue for me to never want to have one. Oh, the oh. Frenchie is yeah. the number one dog he wouldn't own. Yeah, I've oh. I've, I've heard that. Yeah. I've you heard know, that. they're so Any popular. Whoops, Spinal sorry issues. About that. We don't need to hear you anymore. Um, yeah, and and you know some of the other like cats that he mentioned were Persians were his number one that he would not buy just because of their flat faces. They really can't breathe in there, and they've been bred. For with flatter and flatter, like almost some of them have inverted noses because Aww. of you know breeding to make them look more and more smash face. Mm-hmm. They yeah. also develop, um, they have strange um, bone structure where they develop arthritis. And then my daughter has a Scottish fold or two Scottish fold cats, yeah. and those are definitely on his list of cats he would never Scottish buy because of their um, uh, they develop arthritis and all kinds of things. So course it's the ones that just look like stuffed animals they're just so like, oh my gosh oh, totally. yeah. that's why, yep. that's yeah, why we want sure. them so yeah. fluffy and cute yeah so anyway he's like once again this is just my opinion i'm a veterinary surgeon and so i see these dogs a lot and have to operate on them um yeah now biggie is pretty healthy isn't he oh biggie yeah he's the one oh, that's an iron yeah. horse Oh, please. There'll be cockroaches, ants, Cher, and Biggie at the end of the world. I, I mean, know. seriously. He's I, so obstinate. Biggie, <laughs> Biggie he wouldn't is, let himself. Biggie, just, no. no. Biggie is... <laughs> that dog doesn't care. Uh, now, my beloved Dexter, you know, boxers have their own set of issues. Sure. They, they're prone to cancer, and, you know, Dex has had a few rounds of that, and yeah. um, and hip problems, and my, my boy's going through that, but... Uh, yeah, and I owned a Chow too, named E.T. E. Oh, yeah, when I was a kid. kid, I didn't know that. Yeah, Lex, he was. Um, let's take a break. I'll I'll finish that story at the end of the break. We're running oh, a little yeah. bit late. Oh, that's late. Sorry. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. We'll come back. I'll tell you. It's a cute story, especially on the 40th anniversary of E.T. Um, and plus, I have an Ab Fab uh, a little TV talk, and mine's a, a TV show actually. Uh, and Dawn started something pretty fabulosity ish. We'll talk about that <laughs> next. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Don't wait till it comes to you. Seize the moment. Here's to Scoundrel, the brave and beautiful new spirit and fragrance from Revlon. A little drop of Scoundrel is like a little drop of courage. Seize the moment. Hold on to it forever. Scoundrel by Revlon. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show.
That is Ooh. from 1981, Revlon's Scoundrel. Wow, what notes this? Dad, what's, what's the know. smells of scoundrel? scoundrel. Sounds and, spicy and maybe skunky. <sighs> yeah. yeah. And that featured uh, Lois uh, Chiles, who was a Bond girl, and she also played Holly Harwood in uh, on Dallas. If you're a oh, Bond fan, wow. you know who she is. Yeah, I yes. forgot. I forgot what movie she was in. Moonraker, maybe. I don't know, but she was a Bond girl. She's gorgeous. She still is, but she was stunning. She's probably my favorite JR mistress of all of them. Yeah, <laughs> nice. She yeah, she's she's oh oh she's the one in that in that clip I always the the JR moment. Where he goes, I don't care if you want to sleep with two chimpanzees and a goat. Oh. That's who he's, oh, talking he's talking to, to her. her. He's talking to her uh, in that clip. That's who that is. Oh, my so, gosh. Yeah. This scoundrel sounds very complicated. Mm-hmm. It's amber, floral. It has marigold, bergamot, oh. pineapple, oh. Oh. mint, hyacinth, hyacinth. Jasmine, peach, oh. rose, lily of the valley, oak moss, cypress, raspberry, Human. musk, and Virginia cedar. Virginia uh, slims. slims. <laughs> I thought she I was, was going to say. <laughs> okay, I've never in my life heard of a perfume or cologne with so many no. elements. What? Scoundrel. Well, we're never going to be able to smell what the real full flavor of scoundrel was because uh. perfume goes bad. That's yeah. true. So definitely not making it anymore. It's not going to smell the same, but no. all those yeah. ingredients. That's crazy. Wow. Seems Wrap like up. You could make a soup. Seriously. <laughs> Sounds like a potpourri <laughs> yeah. that you get at Home Goods on the yeah. clearance rack. No. Yeah. Right. We're, Dawn was talking about dog breeds, like this vet listed ones you shouldn't own, and one of them was a chow chow. I said I own one. Lex, oh, I can't. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't know that you didn't know that. Yeah, it was one of my mom was a dog groomer. So we, we had a lot of dogs over I just the years. Knew about her love of Great Danes. Yes. Well, yeah, we've had an Afghan, oh. uh, German Shepherd, Great Dane when I was a kid, Barney. That was actually my first dog. Yeah. We had a cockapoo, um, a Japanese Akita. Oh, I love those. And I think that's all my childhood dogs. Anyway. Um, and we had a Chow Chow, and we named him E.T. in 1982 because, well, I loved that movie. I was obsessed with that movie as a child. And we went outside. I went outside one day. I lived in a cul-de-sac, and this dog was literally in my front yard and ran right up to me and Aww. sat on sat on me on my little stoop. And wouldn't get up, and like I'm petting them, and my mom. Co- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Comes out, freaks out. She's like, where is that dog from? And I'm like, I don't know. Was it a puppy? And no, it was uh, young, but a full, full grown because oh, wow. I was, she said I was laying in the fluffy fur. She goes, I was like hugging him, like Aww. not letting him go. And because he kind of found me like Elliot found E.T., she named him E.T. Oh, so, cute. yeah, he was an outdoor dog. 
he had a dog house and my dad wouldn't let him inside. But uh, but yeah, oh, he was. He and was no nice one came around looking for him. No, but the vet is right. I do remember the one of the reasons he was an outdoor dog. He was very protective of me. Uh-huh, like that's what he said. Uh, aggressive. Like if anyone yeah. came near, not so much my mom and dad, but Aww. anybody got near me, yeah. E. T. was um gro- would growl. He Aww. was very protective of little Jace. So yeah. So there we go. Um, when we come back, we're gonna take a break. A uh, little short segment here, but when we come back, <laughs> I was we'll like, t- "Wait, what?" Well, yeah. I went too long. No, no, please. Who cares? It's just a show. Oh, well, Tomorrow we'll do the another one. Probably does. Nah, well, <laughs> she's not listening. Um, when we come back, little TV taste test. Uh, Dawn dipped her toe into a new season of Blank. We'll tell you what, and I have a TV show ab fab when we return. What is this? A taste test? Taste test. I'm in. Oh, could I just try a little sample? Give me a taste. Just a bit. Just a taste. It tastes cheesier. Let your taste decide. Jason and Alexis present TV Taste Test. The three of us watch crap so you don't have to because there's uh, 1,272 things on any given night that you can watch. Probably more than that. But we, uh, we go through it all. And we tell you what is worth your time. Dawn, what are you watching? I watch Drag Race UK on uh, WoW Presents Plus. This is RuPaul dra- uh, RuPaul's um, streaming service. You can get all of the sideshows on there. You can get the seasons of RuPaul. It's, except for the... This is my one contention with this app. Um, except for the original RuPaul's Drag Race. Just the normal one. You have yeah. to watch that because they have a deal with... Um, VH1. Okay, so you have right? to watch that one on yeah, Paramount Plus. To. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So, are you watching it too, Jason? I sure am. Okay. Yes. Is I'm... this their third season? This no, is the fourth the... season. Fourth, Lex. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Because... I know, Lex. I felt the same way. Yeah, what? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So, um, they have a a really good variety of queens this year. You have one who is a beard. Um, Queen, which means he uses his full beard as his she character, yeah. Danny Beard. Um, we have people that have only performed once in their life. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, and Does that gets rough whenever you're not just having pictures taken of you. You Thank have you. to perform in a group. Yep. Why do they? Um, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it because I think it's cool to see the dynamic of it. But it also sort of disrespects disrespects people that have maybe at least tried it for a year you know what i mean like you mean so you're just an instagram model that's all it really means you know you're a look queen so these look queens are the ones that are super just aesthetically astoundingly perfectly gorgeous in the face and body usually too but can they do a girl group you know can they sing can they um remember lines you know and then did someone surprise you um or was it kind of like it's kind of like the answer to that is no No. (laughs) okay i'm just wondering if there's one that's just blowing your mind well you know what i will say there is uh dakota schiffer she is trans and um she has a whole idea of what who her character is so she doesn't have a lot of experience in drag but she is working her butt off and 
she thinks that she is a Swedish model in the 1960s who went to Milan for a fashion show and never left. That's her full story oh. as, her, as her drag character. And it works for her. And she knows that she's not necessarily um, has the experience in in performing as the other girls do. But she is just trying her best and working it. You know, I don't know if you agree yeah. on that. Jason. I, I do. I do. Compared and to I the also, other queens that don't have experience. Yeah. And I also agree with the other one that's just like a looks queen. Mm-hmm. And if you're not familiar with the vernacular or the universe of RuPaul, some of these queens that come on the show, my talkers, they're only, and I shouldn't say only, it's still, it's still talent. It's still an art. But their gateway to the show, their gateway to drag is they're, they're like Instagram famous. They're, they're, they they're just about the face and i don't want to use the word just well, they're, but you know they're what I mean. models they're, really they're models yeah yeah so drag is an art form and it includes all kinds of things and it's not Absolutely. always pretty <laughs> yeah. so um you know we had two different teams the one i watched last night that was girl groups and i love how this always ends up on rupaul there's a team that's super confident and kind of sassy and like we're gonna win no matter what and you know that they're gonna, they're go gonna lose down. And, you know, then you've got the other team of like, they're all kind of misfits. Uh, Some of them aren't really great at doing makeup or, you know, uh, they don't have the best wardrobe. They're not really experienced, but they're the ones that try super hard, you know, and you're rooting for them. And they nail it. And they nail it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah. for sure. So that's always satisfying, too. And I'm so Um, glad that RuPaul is on this because didn't um, he, he wasn't available for a couple of seasons, right? For no, he's always done he's UK. He's always done UK, yeah. which is the one he wasn't on that had Jeffrey. Canada. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's He's not in I, Canada yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. watch Canada. Um, these are not as rough and ready drag queens as they were in the first couple of seasons of okay. UK. They're more polished and their outfits are getting more and more, uh-huh. you know, like extravagant and enormous and all of those things. This is, I have a slightly different take i'm five in four or five in and um this is my least favorite uk cast really of the four yeah so there's there's no there's no like bag of chips there's nobody that (laughs) i am like ride or die for right now and i think colin feels the same way yeah all right yeah is there so there's nobody that you would see um as your favorite not right now no i'm kind of bummed i'm a little now I'm I'm willing to I'm going to carry on because I love I I love UK I still look and me saying that I don't love it as much as the other seasons I'm still it's still better than most seasons of the American version I have to say sure um I love there's something about the UK casts that are that's endearing to me um plus I love Graham Norton and the first episode Lex I about passed out the premiere. Oh. Had Pat uh, had Patsy had Dame <gasps> Joanna Lumley. What? Yes. The, oh, I yes. gotta watch. Oh my it, gosh! It's uh, that was like so shocking. And then the second one, um, you know, had FKA Twigs, who is mm-hmm. huge. Oh yeah, and that was the girl group week. So, I mean, one of the what's so funny is that one of the performers who was he, she has a a songwriting, um, a degree in songwriting. When RuPaul said, who is your inspiration, your favorite artist that you, you know, emulate and and everything goes back to this artist. And he said, FKA Twigs. And then 
She ended up being a judge. He almost passed out. I mean, and then she really, I mean, he, she is amazing, you know, really a good artist. And so really worked it out. And FKA Twigs was like, you're amazing. Just imagine to hear that from your idol. Oh my God. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Looks like they've already done the snatch game too. Yeah, it's Ooh, coming up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm like, I'm not to not to it yet. This is the sixth but, episode. Little Nas X, Queen Elizabeth. Someone does Marie Kondo. Oh, <laughs> I know. Who, oh, that's Lil Phil, probably. Yeah, Le Phil. I'm Le sorry. Phil. Yeah, that's yep. Oh, one of my favorites. Oh, so gorgeous good. without any makeup on, long dark hair. Wow. Yeah. Nice Chinese. Well, you can watch. You can get caught up. And this is the fourth season. Man, I didn't even know they were the fourth season. I know. Let alone like five or six episodes deep. Uh huh. I just haven't been. You know, I my favorite is the original tried and true. Yes. Drag Race. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I yeah I, I guess maybe I'm oh. a season and a, and a half behind now. Whoops. UK is so I it's my favorite. It really is. I just so again me saying that I don't love it is still really loving still it. It's just yeah. compared gotcha. to the yeah. other ones. I have a quick uh, I have a quick TV ab fab. Absolutely fabulous. This won't take long. It's uh nerding out for just a little bit uh on Disney Plus. So that uh drag race on wow. Let's switch over to Disney Plus. That's where you can find my pick here. And it, it is Tales of the Jedi. Oh. This is a, these are animated. This is the first season. These are little animated shorts, so easily digestible. They're like 12 to 15 minutes long. They're animated by the same folks that did the Clone Wars. And if you like all the Star Wars animated shows, you'll love this, The Bad Batch. This is um, shorts dealing with two, basically two main characters, Ahsoka and Count Dooku from Attack of the Clones, uh, Christopher Lee's character. Uh, You really learn kind of the backstory of Dooku. Uh, You see him when he was actually a Jedi and a good guy. And what slowly turned him, and kind of the moment that did turn him, and it's a pretty dark episode, but it's really good. Um, and it has to do with kind of the female Yoda who was on the Jedi Council, who you who you saw in Episode One, <laughs> um, and how he was the he was the master to Qui Gon, played by Liam Neeson. You don't really see them ever together in this series. You do. Oh, cool! It, it fills in if you've ever seen the prequels. Uh, Attack of the Clones, mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith, Phantom, Phantom Menace. Yeah. These shorts fill in some holes okay. uh, in a really cool way. I am loving this. And again, they're easy. I'm, I sit down. I'm like, okay, I'll crank one out. I think there's like six episodes. Tales of the Jedi on Disney+. Plus. It All is right. a ab cool. fab. Absolutely fabulous. For my nerds out there. That's right. <laughs> Uh, when we come back, oh, Zach Efron is getting uh, kind of dinged on social media. Uh, we'll talk about that. Plus, Christina Applegate is back for the final season of Dead to Me. Uh, and there's some struggles for, for Christina. She's opening up about that. Those two stories when we return. And now, a sweet moment with J.R. Ewing. Did I upset you when I turned down your little pass the other day? Well, you did remind me that doing business with women can be a very frustrating situation. Uh, I thought my telling you that I preferred your brother to you might have ruffled your feathers some. I don't care if you want to be with two chimpanzees and a goat. I only make an offer once. You do as you're told, we leave it at that. This has been A Sweet Moment with J.R. Ewing. 
<laughs> That's the clip I referenced earlier. That's Bond girl, Lois uh, Chiles, who then went on uh, after Bond went on to star as uh, one of JR's many mistresses, Holly Harwood. Such a good soap opera name. Anyway, oh. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Thank you so much for being here. Not as good as Twitty Horcretin. Uh, Twitty Horcretin's pretty good. <laughs> and then Sue Ellen had an affair. And as I was a kid, this went right over me. But it just hit me about three years ago. Sue Ellen had an affair with a younger man <laughs> in one of the middle seasons. And the young man was played by Christopher Atkins. Oh. Um, from Blue Lagoon. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> the uh-huh. Dallas... The Dallas writers named him Peter Richards. No. <laughs> yes. God, come on. I mean, Richard Peters, Peter Richards, uh-huh. same thing. That's right. Same thing. Uh, we're so glad you're here. Get another cup of coffee. we got an hour to go. Second Chance Romance coming up. So stay in the car. Don't go to work. Uh, tell the kids to get their own damn cereal. Um, Zach Efron. He's getting some heat. He's getting taking some uh, hits on uh, social. Why? Oh, my gosh. Have you seen him on <laughs> the know. set yes, of I the know. Iron Claw? Yeah. Oh, my word. Uh, it's, they're taping in Louisiana. Jeremy Allen White is in it. Maura Tierney. Should be really good. Uh-huh. But I'm looking at <laughs> Zac Efron, and uh, there's a lot of... Um, Funny kind of memes going around, people comparing, you know, what he looks like. Um, and so they're saying there's actually a few different people. I thought he looked like a character from He-Man. Um, but we're also getting, because uh, he kind of has a bowl cut. He's beefy right now. Oh, my gosh. Um, Ed Flanders. We're getting <laughs> a Ned Flanders from Ned Flanders. Um, The Simpsons. Um, and also a pro wrestler, Kevin Von Erich. Um, that's who he's playing. Um, but where is that? I'm trying to find the side by side of the main guy that everyone's saying that he looks like right uh, now. Uh, Lord Farquhar. Lord, Fa- thank you from, from Shrek. 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 Yes, because uh, he does. He absolutely looks like him, just taller. Because <laughs> he's got this brown wig on, short bangs, a little wavy on the sides, but he looks like he's kind of like he's tall, but. I don't know if it's what he's wearing or just how big he, like, wide he's become. His neck, he looks his traps shorter. are huge. Yes. It's the neck. Mm-hmm. That's it. I think this is incredibly difficult to get to this size. And oh, his discipline. body ha- matches Kevin Von Erich to a T. Like, he has really put in some hard work to make him look like this guy. And such yeah. a famous, fa- famous family of, of wrestlers. I'm really interested in seeing this. Their history yeah. is pretty interesting. He's I, didn't he reveal a while? He just looks his jaw. I'm I'm he tripping over. Yeah, he had surgery. I'm tripping over because I want to be compassionate because I you know we know body shame on the show, but observable fact, he just looks very different. You know, and I get that. You know, you know, you don't stay the same, and 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 you mature and. Zac yeah. Efron from High School Musical, you're not going to look like that as you get into your 30s. Mm-mm. But he just looks drastically different. Yeah. Every time, you know, every time he's in a project, um, I think, ooh, you're very, yeah. Yeah. Well, but he had hey, that, that an amazing jaw surgery. Body, so. mm-hmm. Yeah, because I guess he shattered his jaw while he was like running around his house in socks. Remember you mm. talked to men's health about that. Mm-hmm. So to repair the damage, I'm sure they're like, well, might as well 
do a little extra yeah. something. But yeah, like give and him an ironclad jaw. I guess so. Yeah. And and also his facial muscles got really big. He said because yeah. of the injury. And to be fair, he's still Zac Efron. Oh yeah, I mean, come on. Oh he's my He's still incredibly good looking. I mean, he's a good-looking man. And that haircut. I mean, that makes him look like Lord Farquaad, you know, on steroids. Well, speaking of of, uh, Lord Farquaad, here he is. (laughs) With the gingerbread man. Run, run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. You're a monster. I'm not the monster here. You are. You and the rest of that fairy tale trash poisoning my perfect world. Now tell me, where are the others? Eat me! <laughs> Eat me! <laughs> That's John Lithgow, isn't That's it? John Lithgow is Lord Farquaad, yeah. yeah you so can. good. Oh, oh my gosh. Zach, yeah. we still love you. We do! And mm-hmm. he's going to just kill it as this WWE yeah. Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. He looks just like him, like you said, Don. So it's going to be great. Speaking of uh, looking different, Christina Applegate, really mm. brave, talking about um, dealing with MS while filming uh, Dead to Me, right, Don? She's yes. really... Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so a lot of signs. people did not yeah. even remember that she was diagnosed with MS. Yeah. It kind of missed people. Uh, so the final season, they were in production in 2021. They took about a five-month pause so she could start treatment. Mm-hmm. And they said, we'll just wrap it up with two episodes so that you can heal and that we can wrap up the story. And she said, no, I want to do a full season. Oh. And she wanted to challenge herself. and She wanted to go out on her own terms. Now, during the filming, just to let you know what she went through, you know, there were times where she couldn't stand and they had to hold her up while she was um, because she had weakness in her legs. And uh, whenever they were, you know, out of camera range, they had to hold up her legs. Um, She just got really exhausted filming, especially in the heat. Um, She couldn't at the end, do any more establishing shots showing her walking into a room because she couldn't do it unassisted. She would have to open doors and scenes just to lean against them to keep herself up. And MS, you know, my sister has MS and I just, you know, she talked about how pissed she is. She's so mad, you know, that she got this. And I just, you know, I watched my sister go through all of these things and, um, you know, every MS diagnosis is different. You have some people have these 10 symptoms and another person has these 10. I mean, it's so bizarre. It's basically your your brain and your um, body are not communicating well. It's an autoimmune disease. And she's just, I boy, I just really admire her for, for not stopping and keeping going on just for her own, you know, sake and. And yeah. to prove it to herself that she could do something. It's very inspiring to people who are suffering. Yeah. So um, we I'm, look forward I'm, to that last season of Dead to Me. I looked at the trailer last uh, yesterday. She looks fantastic. She looks great. Christina, bravo to you. And yeah, she knows that she gained 40 pounds, guys. You don't need to tell her. Because some people exactly. don't know don't. it on social media. They're like, wow, what happened? Yeah. Don't, be a mo- don't be a monster. Now, having said that, I didn't like the last season of the show just from a... Critical yeah. stand. Yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah, but I'm going to watch this. I yeah. want to see how it wraps up. We're going to take a break. Uh, we are being forced to do second chance romance. So, uh, We're finding love. <laughs> that-
That's coming up next. Stay with us. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.